0: Three companies, disrupting what you know about marketing and branding. Welcome to M Squared.
1: Hi, and welcome back to M Squared, a podcast about building brands, business, and everything in between. I'm here with my co-host, Mike Bloomfield, the Techie Geek. Hello. Anthony Rapp from PR PRcision. What's up? And we're here with our special guest, A. Dixon hey. from A.'s house. Thank you for having me. So welcome back. You are our first repeat guest. We had A. Mm-hmm. with us last week at the SAEDC Business Conference, which was a huge mm-hmm. hit. Uh, but before we segue back into your story, Let's talk about the uh, the
2: writer's strike in but Hollywood. This You have to... You, you're not following. We have to do Raps Rant. He starts it. No, we discussed it. He asked permission. No, he he, he asked permission. permission. Please, Raps Rant. Wow. Now,
0: for today's Raps Rant. We're
2: getting too comfortable and we're arguing already on the mics. Raps
0: Rant. We're not supposed to do that. Raps Rant. Go ahead, Raps. Do so, you have something you wanted to speak about? So we have a tour with us here, <laughs> and we also have Mike Bloomy with us who's recently started... Weight Watchers. So let's talk about the journey, what you think. I also heard that you create some homemade meals that you've had people lose weight based on the way you create it, the ingredients and all that stuff. So Mm -hmm. first, before we get into this, this is not to make fun of you, Mike. Usually I do make fun of you, but this is not. This is to compliment you on taking a step towards getting healthy. So let's riff a little bit on Weight Watchers, why you chose that program in general. Did the marketing uh, get you? Because everybody knows well, it. But.
2: I, I, being heavy my whole life, as most heavy people tell you, you tend to go like this. It's like a journey that never ends. I'm addicted to food, as my doctor told me. And there's actually medicine they it's true. And there's actually medicine they give you, which is the same medicine they give, like they said, to drug addicts to curb that addiction. Wow. Mm. But she said, rather than do that, my blood work came back all good. I'm a healthy fat. But now that I know that, she said, mm. I would prefer not to give you shots and pills. I'd rather you do it natural. Previously, I've on Weight Watchers, I, right before my wedding, I think I lost 42 pounds. So it does work. Oh, it works. The whole thing with Weight Watchers and why I chose it again, she recommended it again, is because with Weight Watchers, it's... It's you can not eat a every, diet, right? It's not a diet. It's, it's a, a lifestyle. It's, once again, teaching me to eat like a normal person. I could have a slice of pizza. Nice. I could... Have chicken parmesan. I could have fried chicken and collard greens and all the fun stuff that you get at soul food, but it's portion control, right? When I get it, maybe don't have four pieces of fried chicken, have two pieces of fried chicken, a quarter of mashed potatoes. If you haven't been to
1: dinner or lunch (laughs) with Mike, you got to understand that. When he's ordering, and he's ordering for the table, mm-hmm. it's he's like a kid in a candy shop. Because then all of a sudden, we're getting family-style appetizers. Everything. There's 15
2: different apps <laughs> out. It, it, it looks like if like Game of Thrones was Smarties occurring. And we're having the that's, king sat down, and they're just putting plates down. Of that's food. the way you're supposed to do it and, anyway. And the best part is, though, every time I order, they're like, you don't think that's too much? I'm like, no, I think it's just right. And then there's nothing left. So clearly... <laughs> I enough for the tape. But now when I go out, I'll be like this, veggies, some more plastic. And the other thing with Weight Watchers that makes it is certain foods have zero points. <laughs> Protein, like grilled chicken, grilled shrimp, shellfish. There's a veggies, fruit, corn, popcorn. There's a lot of beans. So are all zero points. So I can have all the beans I want. So stay away from me. I like have all the videos I want. And it's interesting
0: but, because you're doing it on your personal social. So we're hoping that everybody's liking, following, and subscribing to the M Squared podcast channels. But I encourage anyone watching and listening to also follow you on your personal page because you know it's that? a great, it's a great journey. And I think you'll do better with all the support you're gonna get yeah, from friends, family, and followers. The fact
2: that you just brought it up on this, you make it real, so I have to do it. And I can't just post Accountability. It. Accountability. It's <laughs> the same way my dad posts like a comment. He's, like, I want to bet, I think it was a few dollars a pound I lose to the Grace Foundation. He's like, anyone else? I'm like, oh, please. Because the more people that say that, then I, I have to do it. Because if people are begging and, and trying to donate to a charity, I can't let the, the nonprofits down. But then the question came up if I gain weight, do they have to give me money? Ah. Oh. No, you got to pay in their place. <laughs> yeah, I was going oh, to say. Oh, is pay. that how it works? Yeah, you got to pay then. That doesn't seem fair. Uh. In any event, it's.
0: Commendable, And we wish you luck. We're going to be with you every step of the way because I know you're going to be successful. And I encourage everyone to follow you and encourage you along the way by just liking some of your comments right. and Thank posts you. and
2: pushing you along. So then,
3: I don't have it. Can I, ha- may Maybe. I have your Instagram just so I can oh, share it too? My normal one? Yeah. I don't, your Instagram.
2: I don't even know what my personal one is. So oh I will give it to you when we're done. Okay. Uh, I, 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 How Do you like <laughs> I don't even know my personal one? <laughs> it's like, I'm old. Like, so most of my stuff is done on my business one. So mm-hmm. Techie Geek. Okay, right? That's yes. all my... But I do post stuff on my personal Instagram, but I really never give it out. So I don't even know who it is. Because you like to stalk people. Yes, I use it. (laughs) Isn't that what everyone uses it for? It's your phantom page. But now I want to hear about how I can have soul food and lose weight. This is, like, we talking fried chicken? Yeah,
3: you can, like, you were saying, like, you can't have certain things. One of the things that I've learned, because I lost 128 pounds.
2: Right, that's, congrats. Oh, so, yeah,
3: I, naturally. I didn't, I didn't hear
0: that last time. Yeah, I, spoke. <laughs> I keep a lot to <laughs> she's myself. Like, she's like an onion. You just keep <laughs> peeling it back and peeling it back. <laughs> Unbelievable.
3: Like, the soul food that I serve in the restaurant is, it's soul food, but I swap out a lot of ingredients in order to make it healthier. I think we don't really, we don't think that we can do that, but we can, and we can make things Delicious. Much better for I mean, us and it. still be delicious. So, like, I had a customer coming to me last week. They said, "Oh, I had the oxtails, but they weren't really Caribbean inspired. It was different. They had different herbs. And What do you do different?" I said, "I grow my herbs and I put herbs in my food, and they're natural. And then I put sea moss and sour sap leaves don't in there.
2: You're not getting that on the menu. Right? What is sea moss? So sea
3: moss is what." grows in the ocean
2: oh like actual yeah okay yes like the
3: corally al- yeah. algae looking stuff and you it makes the reef or whatever cutting it up it has 92 minerals out of the 104 minerals that you have vitamins and minerals you have in your body it has okay. 92 of them
2: are
0: you getting this right out of the raritan or,
2: no okay.
3: i have it delivered okay,
2: to me just <laughs> and you're okay. looking at me like is, are you looking at me because i don't know what sea moss is or because you also were like sea moss
0: no, Dan is an avid sea moss no, connoisseur. He's a sea <laughs> moss
2: of the month package <laughs> I mean, delivered. He, he, Him and Carrie are no, when, when you look back. When we look at the footage, it's just Dan. Ooh, what is? What? I was What's confused that you didn't know what moss is. number two, I <laughs> is, I, when I heard sea moss, I'm thinking the letter C moss i'm not thinking right in no, the seed, seed, yeah like ursula and you know right. little mermaid. talking yeah.
1: about cooking with
2: the earth like, okay i'm in I tune can.
3: with the earth you're absolutely right i think that's gonna be the tagline by the way cooking with the earth,
0: with
2: I, the love the earth. It. I see it
1: right here we're gonna put it
3: i'm right taking here.
2: it i'm gonna be <laughs> completely <laughs> honest i don't cook with the earth i eat you cook everything with you cook. Right. <laughs> that living. it produces so, and and the, and and the people like you all know you I have no idea i'm not a good cook I know how to cook. I know how to barbecue. Okay, that's a great. I know how to make. You know how to to grill. I know how. Okay, grill. (laughs) I know how to make chicken cutlets, fried shrimp. Oh no, chicken cutlets with mashed potatoes and velveeta. Yummy yummy and fried shrimp linguine with a like a a vincent's hot sauce or a kim's cook's hot sauce up it's a shame
0: that your restaurant is not on this side of the island because when i owned a restaurant he was our best customer every friday and saturday night they'd call mike what can we get you tonight i didn't
3: know you had a restaurant which uh, is dope and i'll be on this side very soon good
1: we're excited three of the people in this room have had a restaurant there we go see
2: three of the oh oh yes yeah, yeah. but you dan has a big boy in manhattan so you're in manhattan <laughs> i'm just a yokel local eltingville guy yes. over here, sorry. I, I guys. yeah sorry yeah, little guy i open a pizzeria once but that thing oh, falled out yeah
0: because i told you that we weren't gonna make money in it <laughs> he wanted me to just take his money and let's go buy a pizzeria i, mean, I, okay. I just
2: wanted a place to go get free pizza you just so. wanted to be cool <laughs> it's That's not free all. though when you bought the restaurant <laughs> now, you told me
1: uh, ask cheech he'll tell you Sean, right, hey <laughs> you told me that most of your clientele comes from the South Shore over
3: there. Most of my clientele dining are all South Shore customers, and that's just because of the all the different food groups on social media that are like passing around all this information or reviews about us. So they're the ones making all the reservations. The North Shore pretty much is doing a lot of the takeout. We. Uh, Every once in a while, they'll come and sit down. But I guess it's like it feels like home to them. This is their stuff so they can come and take... I'll take mine home. I'm five minutes away. But, like, I had a customer come in that was from the South Shore. They said it took them 50 minutes to get to me. That's like, a true... They were probably what? from Tottenville. On I hate those yeah. people from Tottenville.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I live in Tottenville. So, that's so what I'm saying. we're already... We're 15 minutes from Tottenville here... And yeah, they get to the North Shore is 40 minutes, easy. They yeah,
3: said it was like $65 to
2: take an Uber.
1: We went to the oh, St. Yeah. We the George Theater the other night. When and Mike I, I love going It Era. took 45 minutes. Oh, my God. I, I, you and go to the city. It's quick. It's right. And
2: I love, there's so many great restaurants on the North Shore. Oh, yeah. And when you really look through like the restaurants that win the awards and everything, it's all many mm-hmm. on the North Shore. Mm-hmm. But when I look at it and we're pl- planning a place to go out, it's 45 minutes to get there. Right. Or I'm in New Jersey in 10. And that's what happens. And you can get the great restaurants in New Jersey. And that's the thing that makes it hard for the South Shore. But mm-hmm. I love going. but I'm seeing a lot more of the restaurants from the North Shore open down here because they realize we they love, wanna, the, we love they tap in, we, yeah, yeah, they want
3: to tap in. And a lot of the customers, they come in and they just, they're pressing you. They're like, when are you right. opening on the
2: South Shore? Yeah. Why do I have to, we to drive? We don't want to you? drive all the well, way over you here. here. You know what I <laughs> love, though? Uh, love during COVID. You're so a lot of time It's over. <laughs> Here's what I'm going to tell you. As Covid had, of course, there was many terrible things during COVID, mm-hmm. but there were certain things that were came out of it. The the Instacarts and the oh, way, yeah. Door Dashes, Drizzly. but the certain things, Drizzly. yeah. Yeah. Yes. the best. <laughs> uh, but the one thing I loved during COVID, which I never thought I would say, I we're going to frame COVID, that. That's going to be its own segment, just so you know. Is I was able to order from any restaurant on Staten Island. And they would deliver. Oh yeah. We were ordering every day of the week from different restaurants. But, it off. And, yeah. and we were ordering from Mezcals on the North Shore mm-hmm. and all over. And but they because they everyone was happy to have the business or right. whatever, it was going then and then it was funny because as times were turning and you call that restaurant, could you deliver? No, we don't go. us <laughs> too they,
0: Those far. business owners and restaurateurs, and you'll attest to this. Right. It, it cost them money to deliver that. Like prob- they probably made three dollars on that three dollars a meal you ordered, right. but it was worth it to keep the people employed, to mm-hmm. keep the chef right. cooking, 100%. to keep the door open, mm-hmm. the electric on, so that's why.
1: Now, something else that came out of COVID was that there was a, a massive amount of content that was released, oh, yeah. especially on streaming apps, and, and they, all these different streaming apps, they took anything they had in the archive, and they were just pushing
2: it out because yeah. people were home. Yeah. Now, tiger
1: before. king tiger king was a huge one
2: <laughs> but and that was if covid wasn't exist that would not have been as big as it was carol
1: baskin but yeah no they listen it, 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 you're 100 correct but even shows got new life mm-hmm. yeah. like the what was the show with i completely forget what was the name of it which is the
2: show with the actor there was a guy in it <laughs> and no. a girl the lady, who who they were running and they kissed
1: uh, tiger no the, the family that Shit's creek who brought that oh, that, oh that was creek. funny that Schitt's is a great creek, show. That, was, that was hilarious that, That show was already like written off, and then it became wildly popular. It became Mm -hmm. one of the best shows out there ever made. I did a whole streaming
3: thing on Facebook. I went on there. The only way that I was able to even cope with COVID or anything was I just turned the camera on. The same way you have it all set up in here. I had it in my house. I created a whole little studio in my dining room. I'm going to do a cooking show, and I called it I Love Cooking. And people were tapping in, and the crazy part about it was – Nobody really knew what to do in terms of, like, money or how you were going to make money or anything like that. And people were cash apping me for the show. Yeah, so I didn't even know what was happening. I was like, why is there, why did this lady Catherine send me this money, right? And so every time I went on, I went, and I it, it taught me so much discipline because it was going on. I made my kids, everybody be a part of it. I'm like, listen, get the studio ready. The food needs to be done. Get over here. Don't move the dog. I can't have this. The lighting is wrong. And I was going crazy. And then it was like, I need to be on by 5 o'clock. And then I would be on, and people would be sitting there, like, watching, like, yeah. re- ready. And then as soon as the show was done, they were sending me money.
2: Here, just So we just did the same you. thing, but no one ever sent us oh, any anyway, oh, money. No, no one sh- ever sent us a dollar. I was just about to say, Massimo, if you're watching this, <laughs> no one sent us money. We did 150 <laughs> shows live on Facebook during COVID. Yeah. We were on three times a day, <laughs> five days a week. We were on well, breakfast with Bloomy, midday with Moss, and then Gotham after dark, right? You had your I COVID, had COVID talks. talks which worked. That was I didn't really Dang at this point. That was like I first started to like Dang during COVID, right? That was when we started wow. to really become Absolutely. friends.
3: I love the share. Yeah, this well, is beautiful. Yeah, he
2: was a spy. But going like pre COVID and like these live shows, but it it, it it truly got me through the day. I remember being locked down, the beginning of Covid, and you, it's crazy because i was thinking about this the other day we're finally past it yes it's an endemic yeah. it's going to be here forever mm-hmm. but we're past the point of the deaths and everything and the fear down the fear yeah but oh my god i remember watching the daily the news and seeing the count how many when are we going to open are we going to be by easter and the thing that kept me sane was going on this stupid facebook live show that's it and talking to people talking red wine in the kept me sane
0: yeah, copious but amounts of red Fast forward
2: three
1: years. Fast forward three years. All those writers and those people—they showed that they proved their value. They proved their worth, especially as people cut the cable, right? And now we have the strike—the
2: writers' strike, the writer strike again. It's pretty crazy. It was, that was two thousand seven, the last time, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. and. They can get. They can't believe the industry, and based on everything I'm reading, the Riggers have the. It's the movie studios who are holding out. They're not wanting to give the same residuals for streaming different things. That's the union. And I mean, they, they've
1: been negotiating back right. and forth. And they just can't come to.
2: The importance of these writers and and the importance of the content. How much. Them, you're going to fight over pennies and cents to the movie studios? Especially when they're making. And the then we're going to be subject to
3: more reality television. Dun, that was what started reality <laughs> television, right?
2: <laughs> Wasn't that kind of the writer's strike, which pushed everything in the reality television? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, oh wait, this is the time. I'm going to start a camera and just follow me around finally. You're right. It could be Mike loses weight on Weight Watchers. You couldn't do that. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> what? We'll, we'll
0: contact wait. Weight Watches. They'll do a life story on you. It'd be great. Great content. I think it would be dope.
2: I'd pay to watch every time you fall.
1: Oh my God. He falls more than anybody I've ever <laughs> seen. He falls out of his chair. Falls in his
2: driveway. <laughs>
1: the bloopers of mine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this video all on YouTube. You can you watch. These all exist. This is real. Yeah, uh, will be. Going. I'll make sure they're in the. the you're your a Equilibrium is it all? Yeah, no, I'm fine. Okay. His wife maybe hits him in the head a lot. Maybe you can lose weight. You no. won't fall anymore. Uh, yeah. I'm, okay. First off, my falls usually are due to outside influences like ice on the steps, all terrain situations. Yes. Or <laughs> the other one was Hurricane Iga. I was there was literally a downpour and r- water rushing at me. The falling on my chair, the chair tried to kill me. Oh, right. my God. This And the best <laughs> is you. i, I have like to, a walking tornado. I, I do like, I will show you this video after. <laughs> the video of me falling out of the chair could have been so much better if the chair would have shot out the window. Because it was pretty close. Like, it would have, from the second floor, would have shot out and landed on a car. We need, think to, of how the, we
3: need to watch you for America's Funniest Home Videos. Can they bring that back? Because yeah. I think
2: you'd probably always win.
3: Yeah,
1: I just, think it's still going.
2: It is? It is still on, yeah. What?
1: Who's the host?
2: They told TikTok stuff and everything they get the videos from now, right?
1: All
0: right, let's move it away from so making fun of Mike. Like, I,
2: I, I, I want to bring like, it back. Is I have this a serious about question. Sean a or is <laughs> it right. about Mike?
0: I got a serious question. So, Sean a, you said something before that mm-hmm. was interesting and, and sparked a thought. So you said yeah. you did your live stream and you were regimented every day at 5 o'clock. Yes. And you got into it and you did it. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest things that we have learned and we're coming to learn as we do this podcast is that a lot of the people, a lot of brands have a fear of doing that. Yeah. So, so they'll they sit with us, they'll speak with us, they'll talk about what they should do, what mm-hmm. they need to do. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, how many TikToks a day are you doing? How mm-hmm. many YouTube shorts are you putting out? And they're like, none. And it's because of the fear. So do you have any personal experience or any tips you could share with how to overcome that or first time on camera?
3: Absolutely. I, I think like one thing is you really have to shake off wanting, to, wanting it to come off like somebody else's content. You have to be... Really genuine. Be yourself. In the beginning when I first started doing it, I did have a lot of fear, but I just felt like I needed to do it because that was the only thing that was going to allow me to be sane. What the hell? I can't go outside. When I do go outside, I look like Marge Simpson. My hair is tied up. I have a big giant bun. I have gloves and all kind of crazy stuff on. What am I going to do to make myself feel normal? And it was like food makes me feel normal and talking to people about the food makes me feel good and I also wanted the opportunity to help people because I started to really figure some things out just about the pandemic and and storing food and rationing and not being able to get certain items and so I taught my whole in the beginning it was all about what's in your pantry. You Know what I mean? So, everybody has rice, everybody has beans, everybody has like all these little things. It was like dig in your refrigerator and pull out, and then I would everybody would be pulling these things out, and then we would create the meal. So, I believe it was just really about being as genuine as I possibly can be and going on there with a purpose. People get nervous about going there because you really don't have any purpose, you just want to go viral, like you want to be something so fast, so quick, but you don't want to put the work in because you don't really have any purpose. I had a purpose, my purpose was help these people get through because I don't know if tomorrow is going to be the end. And we're all going to just die. Or That's I don't know. I was, but said, so. Right. I didn't know. I didn't know how to address that. But then I was just like, you know what, if I can get people to just eat and be calm and relax and just treat this situation like it's a regular day, maybe they'll be okay. And so it was more about being inspirational, being motivational, try to encourage people, look up, don't be so sad, don't be fearful, and then giving them tips. Like some of the stuff you have in your house you don't even realize, it's medicine. Like we don't look at it like medicine, like sea moss. You can go outside in your yard, you can pick up certain grapes and leaves and things like that, and you can boil these things and use these as extracts, and these things are immune boosters. And that's what I was teaching people was boost your immune system with what you have. Figure these things out so that you can feel better about yourself. Because I believe that really COVID was... A, like a panic illness. Like people had anxiety, they were panicking, they were in fear there were so much fear that you thought, right. I used to go walking around my house holding my breath for 10 seconds to see if I had it like
2: <gasps> I did
1: that. I mean that was. And no, then if I started coughing, was... I was like, Oh my god, I have COVID. <laughs> so that's what we were told to do. That's what <laughs> I right. was in the media that's I was doing it every day. The yeah. information that we had though, we didn't know better at the time. And I was I think the something. Looking I think something else. special <laughs> about that. But I think I something to get special one. about what she's saying is that she's a chef sharing a meal is probably the most special thing you could possibly mm-hmm. do for somebody because you're sharing an extension of yourself and you're sharing love. And she found a different way to be able to do that with people
2: Yeah.
1: during the pandemic. And I think that's really.
3: Yeah. So you, I was like a sugar mom and that's why they were sending me money. It was <laughs> like, Hey boy, I love you. But like, then
0: one of the ancillary effects, right? Cause that's part one, right? Mm-hmm. So the content creation, you got over your fear. Yes. Now you did say people were sending you money, but you weren't asking for it. No, so I never I asked for it. Question, now, now that COVID is over, Do you have customers or patrons or guests or people that subscribe to your meal service that that you weren't pushing it Mm -mm. at all? Yeah. So the ancillary effect of you doing good and you being in front of the camera and you putting out content resulted in direct revenue increase. Revenue increase,
3: friendships, like new relationships, like people were coming out of the woodwork. I had a woman from Florida who just, she sends me Christmas money. She sends wow. me all kinds of stuff. Every She's like, sends me happy birthday money. This all the time. I never met this woman. But she started following me during the pandemic. And then we became very close friends. Kat, if you ever get to see this, I love you. you we'll know make I mean? sure we find her. Yes. We'll tag Catherine, her. Tell Cook. Us, yeah. Catherine Cook. Catherine <laughs> Cook. She's like, I, there was absolutely... The brand awareness, there was absolutely the increase in my income. I saw that and there was like a support, almost like creating a fan base. So that was really powerful also because a lot of times when you are the whole purpose and you're looking for you to create the content is so that you can have the followers. Right. And I was naturally building up these followers that were people that I actually spoke to. I don't have tens of thousands of people on my Instagram page, but the, the 4,000 or so that I do have, I probably had a conversation with all 4,000.
0: And it's better to have 4,000 interested community group members than a million followers. Than a million followers that I don't know. Absolutely. the (laughs) the byproduct of getting all those people and all those fans, if you will, to then support your business later on Mm -hmm. is something that I'm sure Dan could talk to. But what you did with the content creation is not on purpose and it wasn't sales. You educated, Mm -hmm. right? So as opposed to a lead gen campaign or something like that where you're strictly branding, strictly looking for lead generation and business. Right. I think- in effect, you almost get more business, more leads by just being out there, being genuine, and creating content like Absolutely. we're doing here. Because people like you, see you, and get to know you.
3: Yeah, I went to LA. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I went to LA. You can hold
0: his hand. It's fine. Okay. All day. There you <laughs>
3: <go>. <laughs> I went to LA and I was called out there to go work with Teddy Riley. And again,
0: Mike doesn't know who that
3: is. Okay. He no diggity, no doubt.
0: I know
2: this. Rumshaker. Now you do. You so had okay. to clarify.
3: Yes. So I went out there to go meet him. And when I went to this Accelerated Radio, and it was down the street from another radio station that's owned by Stevie Wonder, they were doing, they were doing interviews with the people that were doing like a story on Tupac or something, a movie of his remake or something like that. And the woman that brought me there was like, hey, you should interview this young lady, Shawnee, that I have that came from New York, she's going to meet Teddy Riley to work with him and they were like, we don't want to work with her, she don't have no followers on her Instagram page so then she said, you should probably go back on her Instagram page and check who is following her and so when they get on there, the list of Blue checks are following me. So they're like, wait a minute, hold on. So one of her blue checks is equal to this million people that are following her, that are following him. So, okay, yeah, come in and do the interview. Yes, we'll do the interview. So, like, that genuine thing that you're talking about that's in those 4,000 or so people, those are also, like, genuine, supportive friendships relationships with celebrities where they pr- they said hey i'm gonna follow you okay follow me and then they respond on those comments those little things so that that sparks something in people when they see like raekwon from wu-tang just responded and said your t-shirt is blah blah blah." they're like wondering why that's happening i'm saying because i have a genuine relationship with every single person and if i'm gonna respond to Quan, i'm gonna respond to john who you don't know you know what i'm saying the she'll same she'll respond way. to you too Blum, and know. you
2: Yes. Once I figure out what my uh, handle is. Mm-hmm. Or who Raekwon is. And I- <laughs> I'm assuming he's from the Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang. Oh, yeah, good job. Wu-Tang Clan,
3: Purple Tape. Yes. <laughs>
0: you I, like how he, I like how he's saying like, I'm right. assuming that's who he is.
3: Smooth about it.
1: <laughs> so last time you were with us, you told us about how you came back from the dead. We're hearing all these celebrity stories. We're mm-hmm. talking about your food. But all of it started with a family journey. Yes. So can you share with these guys a little bit about what you told me, going back to who your ancestors are and mm-hmm. how... how you came to staten island
3: okay so my spiel is that i'm eighth generation direct descendant to the first african free black man to purchase property on St. on staten island it is on sandy ground is a stop or a throughway of the underground railroad where harriet tubman did stop and bring some enslaved um captain john jackson is my ancestor he founded Sandy Ground in 1828, built our church in 1850, which is Rossville, AME Zion, at 584 Bloomingdale Road. And so he was an oysterman. He brought his skills up from the South. He taught some of the slaves that came came to Staten Island that were then freed how to oyster until the water was polluted. And then they went more into the field and were growing things, growing different crops. The crops that they grew were blueberries, asparagus, and strawberry. When, I'm just going to say, when they burnt the ground and tried to take that work from them, the ground, they said nothing would ever grow. So before they called it Sandy Ground, it was called Harrisville. That was another different family member that also helped to establish that community. Then they named it Little Africa. And when they named it Sandy Ground, it was because The road was burnt, the the whole land was burnt, and then strawberries grew like crazy out of nowhere, out of this sandy ground. And so that's where the story comes from about the oldest inhabited space, that inhabited space by its original descendants in the country is sandy ground. So in the United States, we are the oldest community inhabited. We are the original descendants staying there in that space that still own that land, yes, is- on Staten Island.
2: Unbelievable. That's so an amazing story. Yes. So, yeah. so not so only do I not know, well, I know who Wu-Tang is, <laughs> but I don't even know the history of Staten Island. It's amazing how much I don't history- think anyone
0: knows what you just said. Yeah, We're pretty educated. Dan yeah, didn't know until gonna, she told me. We're,
1: we're
2: not that educated.
1: It's part, of your, part of working with your nonprofit is to, re- to be able to hang on to that that history and that restoration, actually, Brian Leyline from the Staten Island Advance has been
2: working to be able to preserve mm-hmm. uh, the history there. So, and you said the sandy ground, it's on Bloomingdale Road. I could feel like I've passed it. Where Bloomingdale is? We're
3: in. You're in between the whole, the inter, they own land in between Drumgold almost all the way to Arthur Kill Road. Uh, uh, so right. if you're coming from the expressway from the North Shore and you're coming up on up Bloomingdale Road, the church is on the right-hand side. It's the only standing old building sitting there surrounded by trees and just dirt and rocks and road. And so, like, Clay Pit Road is right there. They just built a new school down the street. And then Crabtree Lane, we own down there because our burial ground is there. So some of my ancestors way back from the 1800s are buried in that in that area, in that cemetery. And
2: that not that buried, that cemetery, that's closer to Arthur Kill? It's right? going towards Arthur right. Kill, yes. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's one of the oldest cemeteries? Yes, Yeah.
0: So food is literally in your blood. Absolutely. Like from how many generations ago? You said 1800s. The 1800s,
2: right. yes. So, so it makes
0: sense for the food part, but now segue into the nonprofit part because Dan mentioned and alluded to it, and I know we talked about it a little bit, mm-hmm. but tell us more about that.
3: So the nonprofit is the Lotus Bridge. Everybody has an adversity, And I believe that we can bridge one another through our adversities. I explained to you guys in the last show what the life of a lotus is and what's the foundation of the lotus is in mud and the stem comes up through murky water and the lotus flower dies every day, every evening, and it rises with the sun every day. And so when I thought about it, I just thought about myself, like, oh my God, like I have such a tumultuous life. Like, why is everything so frigging dramatic? And I said, but everybody has their own little dysfunctions or problems, but we still figure out ways to connect and link with each other, regardless of our obstacles. And we bridge ourselves in order to bring about peace or joy or help one another. And so that's where the whole Lotus Bridge came from. It was like, we're bridging gaps of adversity and poverty, and we're helping one another through love and life and wanting to continue things over and over again. And so that is an organization that I developed just because I felt like one of the things we do focus on is food insecurity and food deserts, but we don't do it from a place where there's a lot of love. We do it because there's funding out there. We do it because there's an opportunity to get with another organization, but do you really love food and what it can do for people? You know what I mean? And so for me, it's, I don't want to just give away this food to you because you might be hungry. I want to give you this and then I want to educate you on how to use it. I want to educate you on the medicinal properties of some of this food that you're eating and I want to educate you on also how to have these things in your house and for you to be able to sustain yourself until the next time you get food.
0: Completely holistic. 360 degree holistic approach. makes sense.
3: Absolutely. Because we just don't know. So my vision is to open up a free supermarket. If you guys ever see it one day, just know that was my vision a very long time ago. Let
0: me know how you make money because I'll open one right next door to you.
3: So like a free supermarket, I want it to be, I want that to be funded by the government. I want the government to fund a free supermarket that does. You do have to meet the criteria if you have SNAP benefits, wick or anything like that. If you have elderly illness or anything, and when you come in, it's almost like supermarket sweep. So you'll get a list based on your criteria, your phone, fo- your family composition, and you'll be told what aisles you can walk down and you can grab these things. And then when you go oh, to cool. grab these things, it's oh, okay. So my list is: I can have spaghetti, I can have spaghetti sauce, I can have ground turkey instead of ground pork or ground beef. And I'm going to have not only spaghetti, I'm also going to utilize that ground turkey to also have tacos because you're going to teach them how to use these things all over. And so I want to teach them how to like like shop in a store because we're so frivolous with our money. We go in a supermarket, we buy all this crap, and then half the time you're throwing it out.
1: I heard that if you literally make a circle around the grocery store, <laughs> you get everything you, and everything you need. Yeah. Is that true? You never have yes. to go down the aisles.
3: Absolutely. Vegetables.
1: Vegetables, vegetables are right roasting. on the outside, dairy, meat, meat going dairy, around, meat, right.
3: bread comes around, and then yeah. you go out. Pickles,
0: <laughs> the Doritos and the beers sec- in the all center. All that
3: crap right. is in the middle. That's in <laughs> the center. Pickles are
2: on the outside. That's the right. right. Pickles, pickles are think, on the outside. I, I even yes. think if you eat around the outskirts, you probably could lose weight. You get healthier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, it's the, all the processed food is through the It's in the middle, and that's where you're spending all your money. I stuff. love
3: Instacart because <laughs> it doesn't allow me to stuff. walk around in the store. Like, I love the whole delivery concept oh, because, because it doesn't allow you know. me. Yeah, I'm just going to get the few things that I really need right now. And it's going to get delivered to my door. If I walk around, everybody's going to ask me well, for something
2: extra. It's really true because the Instacart, you get exactly what you want. That's it. But when you go into the supermarket, I don't care if I'm going for one thing. There's never just one thing no. because then you walk through here, you walk down. This, oh,
3: and now well, I need a cart because I look like a jerk because I'm right. toppling things over. Like, <laughs> because oh, if, to if, to you, if,
2: you, yeah, if thing, you don't yeah. get the cart, never one thing. If you don't get the cart, <laughs> yeah, no. If you don't get the cart, you end up getting more stuff, and yes. you're like, oh, and then you're no. looking for one, so you get the cart anyway. And then you don't want to be the person that goes up with one thing, so you just keep filling. <laughs> you start and out you with the hand basket the then the hand
3: inside the cart, and then you're toppling stuff on top of it. Yeah, the basket you walk out
2: with.
0: Everything in your arms, because you forget that there's no bags anymore. God, anybody <laughs> right, gave you a bag, well, so now you, you have all this
2: stuff you hold you and you're walking think out. They sell you brown bags for it's five all, cents, yeah, but they don't. That as soon as them. you walk, uh, you pay. Don't you walk past them. the register. Well, then <laughs> you got to buy the three-dollar bags mm-hmm. that are
3: reusable a, with their name on them. I
0: got a stockpile. <laughs> I got, I have every top tomato bag, every. I can love build a house bag. with my bags. And you always say to yourself, "Yeah, I'll bring them." No, yeah, I'm going to bring them. Yeah, no, I'm not.
2: I don't think I've ever brought a bag into a store once. Why would you just buy another one? And then that's why when they don't have it it's so annoying give me the plastic back <laughs> <laughs> give it back to me
1: save the fish <laughs> so incredible family history yeah thanks great like segue in between with your entire life i would love for you to this fascinated me the other day when we met mm-hmm. go through your celebrity list
3: <sighs> break it down Go. oh god
0: um let's see if you can do in alphabetical order no
2: oh my god <laughs> yeah. Um, Do we want to guess how many of them I will know? You better know. Oh. Ed Norton. I know Ed Norton. Danny Glover. No, Danny Glover. Come on. Bruce
3: Willis. Yes. Those are my top. Lil cooked, Kim. You cooked for them? Everybody. Anybody that I name, I cooked for. Lil,
2: Lil Kim, I know. Lil Kim, A Jagged
3: certainly. Edge, Naughty by Nature. RL. Don't know him. Next, oh. them.
1: A certain <laughs> a certain NFL. Lou team. Pepper
3: Williams Bromley from the Giants when he played with the Giants. Charlemagne. DJ Envy. It gets makes me cloudy because there's so many of them. I hate to brag. The this Dallas Cowboys. The entire Cowboys team. The entire the entire
2: team. Cowboys team. All
3: of Wu Tang. Dave well, East. How, there's 40 Little Wu-Tang? Duval. Dream Doll. Memphis Bleak. Cardi B. All of love and hip hop, all of the Nets, all of the Clippers. All of the Nets,
0: that's great.
2: So while she's thinking, yeah, I think something that something so that's many, really oh, I could go down the list. Something that's really she's pulling out. I got their phone numbers. So so I you, number? do have their phone numbers. <laughs> I'm right.
3: I'm really scared to lose my phone and I have to change my my password like every you, two months. You just have to sync it. They I have to no. I have to change it just because I don't need like my son plays his games on here. I would sudden, hate for any, I would hate for somebody to pick my phone up and have access to the numbers. I have to like some of right. them. I'm kept under an NDA. I can't like share the information. Right, right.
1: So, so Mike so, sells business continuity plans
2: that yeah. would help you, you know, <laughs> back that up and make sure you always have it. But, but now, where do you cook for them? Like they in their
3: homes most of them in their homes, some of them at events, television sets. I've done for Orange is the New Black. I've done...
2: That's a great show. Yeah,
3: I've done quite a few movies. I've done a lot of television. I've done Fox. I've done CBS. I've done Ford. I've done Major League Baseball. I've done Eve, St. Laurent, I've done Walmart, I've done Papa John's, I've done Instagram, Facebook, wait, Snapchat. Wait, These back, are all companies wait, wait, that I work with. Wait, wait, Papa John's. They Papa had
2: John's. Notice me, how you yes. said
3: everything else
0: he reverted to Papa well, no, John's. <laughs> because
2: that was a restaurant. Why, why are they Papa hiring John's. a chef? To, the, I did their commercials.
0: Everything you've just named, everything you've done, your incredible talent, your incredible story. Now, bringing it back to marketing and, and branding, mm-hmm. you have not, to my knowledge, mm-hmm. taken out a billboard. You have not. no advertised in magazines no. you have not so just to bring it back so technically way, she doesn't have a website right i don't oh, I you don't know. i didn't even know that all right mm-hmm. so that's important that our listeners and viewers here so mm-hmm. you got brands out there spending millions of dollars trying to attract people gatorade brands, nike under armor and you now you've been with all these companies so <laughs> yes and you don't even have a website dan just said no. so no. share with us how you were able to pierce that veil of Getting in front of and being a part of and being in the conversation with these Fortune 500 companies and these A-list celebrities without any traditional No business card. No, no business card. No website. No Instagram. No <laughs> right. Facebook.
3: No nothing. But um, this is the value. This is what we need to hear. I am, I am the hitch of food. If you've ever seen the movie Hitch with Will Smith. I'm the, I'm the secret person of food. So I went on Fox 29 in November of 2015 and I did a demo with them for Thanksgiving, and I got the opportunity to work with them. And Will Downing was what happened to be on the show. That was the first time that I had ever been like publicized. And right after that, I had asked God, could you please put me in front of Charlemagne because I want to cook for him? And then February 8th of 2016, I got called to do The Breakfast Club. And I went and did the breakfast club and I asked Charlemagne. I said, hey, Charlamagne, do you think you could hire me? Because I really need to get my name out there. And he was like, sure, no problem. He says, but I don't really know how to use you. I said, please don't Hollywood me. I need to get hired. And he was like, no, I got you. I'm going to hire you. And then that was February 8th. I went into his house for, I, I said, you know what? You love Valentine's Day. That's what you've always said on the radio. I said, your wife can come downstairs butt naked and I won't look at her, I promise you, (laughs) but I'll feed her and I'll feed you. Just tell me what to do. And so he ended up calling me the day before Valentine's Day and had me come in to his home and and cater for him. He asked me that day when I catered, he said, hey, who else do you want to work with? I said, oh, I don't know. I said, I could work with iHeart Media. Tell me who else. I, I said, I could do Angie Martinez. He said, sure, no problem. He picks up his phone. He calls Angie on the phone and he says, hey, my chef is here right now. Can she come and do your show? And then I was at Angie Martinez the next week. That following week, I did DJ Clue and then I did Pro Styles and I did all of the shows on iHeart. When I did all those shows on iHeart, Miscommunications contacted me because they saw me on Instagram. On my personal Instagram, I had no business page. Somebody caught wind of it and I got a phone call from Hot 97 called me. DJ Enough had me come in and do a a staff appreciation luncheon. I did the staff appreciation luncheon, and on that day it was like after seven and like Babyface or somebody was in there. I ended up catering for Hot 97, all of their music meetings, all of their DJ meetings. So every hot DJ from here to California would show up in this big giant boardroom, 40, 50 of them would be in there. And anybody that was coming out with an album, a record, an EP, anything, It was Dream Doll, it was Little Duval, it was Davies, it was anybody. I heard the songs before they were hot because I catered every meeting for every celebrity that was looking to get recognized by the radio. And so I'd be in there and I'd get this whole opportunity to sit down with Dream Doll who's shaking, nervous. Oh my God, they're not going (laughs) to like my song. And I'm like, how much does your wig cost? Are you serious? Are you going to have a whole mental breakdown right now? I'm going to need you to man up, get in there and sell yourself because- they're not spending all this money and all this time for you to get in there and be nervous of becoming this next big superstar. And she's, you know what? You just help me. She goes in there and she kills it in the media. Now they're listening (laughs) to her music. And I'm like, Hey, I did that. But that was my other gift is to encourage and motivate and inspire, get out there and live your purpose. But my opportunity was to sit or serve in front of anybody in the industry. And that thing really blew up. I did Little Kim's fiftieth birthday party. There, I did. She's not fifty. Well, is she? i Yeah, oh, I think she's I'm like fifty years old. No, I'm only. Kidding. I did hers. I did. I just recently did DJ Dramas album release party. I just. I just finished like doing some other stuff with not, Jada Kiss, The Locks, um, Busta Rhymes, um, all of them. They were all like the hip hop legends. I did this whole concert. I did Rock Kim, Eric B. Like everybody. Like, and it was just always. Word of mouth. Did you try that girl's food that just came here and served that strawberry cornbread? And they were like, no. And then they would pass my phone number and then I get the phone call. So you're right. asking me, how do I market? It was the hitch call. It was like yeah. I would see a number and like you guys can all avoid like scam likelies and like numbers that you don't know. I can't avoid any number yeah, you gotta because I don't know. And I mostly answer a lot of L.A. California calls because they'll call and it'd be like a production company right. is the calling handler or somebody. Yeah. They'll be calling me and they will be like, Hey, I'm calling cause we're getting ready to come out. We're flying out there to do East St. Laurent's commercial. Once I was going to be there, can you do the commercial? I'm like, sure. No problem. So I have to answer the phone. So that's how it happens. It happens with no card. I just give them the phone number and then somebody else passes it.
0: Talent, serendipity, and relationships. They yeah. don't teach that in marketing. They <laughs> didn't teach me that in NYU. I'll tell you that right now.
1: Something that we've talked about, though, throughout the entire series is, is giving back and being here for the community. And I know that is one of your missions, is being able to, to be a resource in Staten Island. And Absolutely. you just recently won an award, correct?
3: Yes, I won the, new, the National Black Family and Business Award from the National, what is the Negro Women's Council? Is that what it is? I don't you gotta I can't stick with all that because if you go to the restaurant, there's a thousand beautiful awards all in the windows from the senator and the mayor and everybody and the assemblyman and the councilwoman and every and everybody else's grandma. Everybody just wrote me and just gave me wonderful, beautiful things. They're just fabulous people for supporting my brand and my business. But I believe one of the reasons why they do that is because I have embedded in my family my husband was like has mean eyebrows I taught him to not have mean eyebrows because I need people to approach us and so the reason why is because I always want to give things away I always want to help people whether they're in a good or a bad situation just because you have all the money in the world doesn't mean that you have somebody telling you that they love you and so standing in line at a supermarket I'll buy somebody's food in front of me or in behind me. You know what I mean? I'll just let them just keep running it on the belt. And then my husband is like, oh my God, she's yeah. doing it again. You know what I mean? like. <laughs> and I'll just pay. And then I can't ask any questions. I go to Dunkin' Donuts. I got a Dunkin' Donuts ministry. This is the first time I'm sharing it in public. I have a Dunkin' Donuts ministry. It happened during the pandemic. The spirit told me, pay for the person behind me. And I couldn't ask for the bill. I couldn't ask what it was. Right. I just had to pay. And so... The Dunkin' Donuts on Forest Avenue. Oh, Shout wow. out to Ruwan because he has a dope team. I pull up. I pay for mine. The woman knows me. She swipes it twice. Right. Me and the person behind me. I've done it for about three years. I've done it for three years ever since the pandemic has happened. And, like, people have chased me down Forest Avenue following me. Oh, my God, you bought all that. It cost me $23. Why did you pay? And I'm like, miss, please don't. And I'm like, I got got a whole plan for my husband. Like, when I pay, he knows he has to speed out into traffic and get away from the person so they cannot look at me or talk to me. Mm -hmm. And so I don't want you to say thank you. I just want it to be done. And so the nonprofit organization does have a food pantry in front of the restaurant. That happens Saturdays. It'll be coming now in the warmer months. Saturdays and Tuesdays, if they give us, we get supply from the churches in the community and from the farmer's market at St. George. They'll provide 150 pounds of fresh vegetables that we give out on Saturday, which is really nice. And now I have a connection. Monday was my power day. So usually people have this really sucky Monday. My Monday was fabulous.
0: Industry day, come on. Your yeah, restaurant, industry I love Monday's it. Industry day.
3: My Monday was fabulous because I got a connection with the Ferry Hawks, and so I'll be opening up my concession at the Ferry Hawks Monday. I got the opportunity to then build with my nonprofit organization with the Midwest Food Pantries. They'll now be giving me a box truck worth of food to give out for right. the nonprofit organization, and then I got to call the New York City. Commissioner Kevin Kim, because I have his phone number. Thank you, Kevin. I love you. <laughs> and he, when I told him that I secured the Ferry Hawks, then the Yankee Stadium concession has offered me the opportunity to open up Shawnee's house at the Yankee Stadium. So that all happened And this all was Monday. Monday. This, this was, was a, this Monday. Is my Monday. That's so it's excellent. like dope, right? Wow. Like, yeah, so I'm pretty like excited just for Staten Island because I really want to bring and I want to bridge the gap between small business owners, and big franchise or businesses. And I want to create visibility for those businesses. That's another thing that I do for free in my restaurant. I allowed about nine or 10 different companies that were home-based businesses, same as I started, to bring their products into the restaurant and carefully put their their code up and their details for their businesses and sell their products in my restaurant. And I don't ask for anything from them. I just want to bring awareness to the community that there's these businesses out here that are really struggling to get their name out, but they want to put their products out. And so that's something that I believe we're going to be able to partner with in my uh, community initiative with the Ferry Hawks. And so I'll be bring, helping small businesses bring their visibility to the stadium. I did everything on Monday, but fall out of the bed. So you had a fantastic, I mean, (laughs) I'm thankful I woke up,
0: let alone. That's a blessing too. So,
3: yeah. So like, I I think my thing is coming around full circle. Things are really happening for me, even though, like I want to say to everybody that's out there seeking to be purpose-driven, don't be purpose-driven behind the dime be purpose driven behind the purpose or the, or the idea of how you inspire people. Cause I'm, there's no way, shape or form. I'm going to sit here and tell you that I'm absolutely rich. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not rich in money, but I am rich in access. So I can walk in any office. I can walk in any door. I can walk in any, anywhere. I can call anybody and I can speak to them and they will assist me or support me in whatever it is that I want to do. But I've learned how to humbly save my favors for the big, the Big Bang Theory. So yeah. <laughs> that'll be happening very soon. So I'm excited for that to come. So if we can't, if we can't
0: go to a website to learn about the restaurant, where can we follow you? Where can we learn more? Where can our viewers and listeners find out about the nonprofit, about what you're doing? Go to the restaurant. Go to the restaurant. Just go, go 381 to
3: the restaurant. Van Dooser Street on the North Shore, 10304 in the town at Stapleton. And come and hang out with me Thursday, Friday, Saturday the Thursday, Friday, Saturday, that's your payday. And you want to eat dinner, that's when you'll spend your money. That's my concept. My concept is I'm open on your payday when you're going to eat dinner. I like that. Yeah.
2: Open on your payday. Yeah. So you think I have a website for the nonprofit, though?
3: No, it's not up. It's not uh, up yes, yet.
2: I found it. The Lotus Bridge? No, not my no, house. Okay. Uh, Say no, okay. Say Grace. Say Grace. Say Grace. Say Grace. is my catering
3: business where I started in the very beginning and I did that website myself. And I beat myself up about that on Squarespace it was, I think it was. That's yeah. Right. I, right? Something. Uh, yeah. I beat I myself it. up because I just I'm critical.
2: I know it was up because when I was editing the stuff from the SADC, yeah. I I found the address yeah. and that's what I put.
3: Yeah, and I never even really shared the website with anybody because there was no prices on my men- my menu. There was no nothing. That's I was better. like, yeah, let them I-
0: wonder and charge what you want later on. Just I mean, charge easy way yeah. to
3: do it. Yeah, so I did make that one myself. Good.
2: Yeah, I You had, had your history. I, I did had my best.
3: I did my best. That's just looking at other people's I like pages. That. The
2: hitch, the hitch of food.
3: I'm the hitch of culinary. Yeah. I'm the Have
2: hitch. you ever cooked for Will Smith?
3: no and (laughs) what's funny is i had the opportunity to cook for will smith but i was out of town when he was on the breakfast club and i got called to go to the breakfast club to do that particular show
1: carlton banks is who does america's uh, fun Funniest own videos, There you go.
2: That's a, isn't that's the a, one you, from Family Maggers, right? Or no, no, that's Fresh Prince, Prince <laughs> of Bel Air. Yeah. Fresh Sorry. Prince. Jesus, yes. Mary, and Joseph. I do love. <laughs> I, that was a great. Recall. But if you well. talk
0: about Star Wars, no, he's, uh, all uh, oh. he's all in. He's Oh so no, Fresh Prince of
2: Bel Air. I watched. I just messed up the name of the show. But everybody, every kid my age watched Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Everybody had to. Little Willie from Philly. Yes. His book was really good. I can't sing the song.
0: I remember it was one of those days. Men in Black. Yeah, and I am. went to the city. I've I that was I waited movie. in line for him to shake my hand. Are pictures. you serious?
2: You, I remember the Men in the, the Black days. I was a huge
0: Will Smith fan.
3: I can't turn any Will Smith movie off, and I can watch it from any place yeah. where it's at. Like maybe could, I just finished watching iRobot yesterday. That's like great because movie. of AI coming out and taking over the whole that's world. I
2: told one I Robot, though. Like I watched. Decade old. Now.
3: I watched it because it's it's the setting of two thousand thirty-five. Okay. And it was all about the robots. And everybody's talking these scared, fearful conversations about AI and how robots are taking over now. And so I went back to go try to do my research to
1: try to Robo- figure out if there's anything you, they're trying to tell me. You did me. your research on robots. Yes, on robot. absolutely. Have you used AI to
2: create a recipe?
3: No, but I did teach my son how to cheat on chat GPT.
2: There you go. Good for you. <laughs> that's why the schools are trying <laughs> way to ban chat it. GPT. <laughs>
0: It's, not, it's enhancing your own it's ability. Enhancing, it's absolutely. enhancing, absolutely. He still needs ability. to type
3: the information in right. there. But I was like, son, you, you can't bring spell. a failing grade. You play baseball and basketball and you're a lefty. I'm going to need you to get your life together because I don't want to pay for you to go to college. You need a scholarship, chat, GPT, and don't share it with anybody. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Words of wisdom. The kids listen, that's it. And if it sucks to talk back to you and it's mean, it's just turn you off. Exactly.
3: Shawnee,
1: <laughs> we're going to wrap it up here, but yes. you have such beautiful spirit and so many words of wisdom. Is there anything that you'd like to part with?
3: Live your entire life. That's, I like that. You got to live it.
0: Poignant to the point. That's it. Fantastic. I like it. I don't think I lived anything
2: yet I'm going to live no, my absolutely. entire life struggling. that's it I'm, I'm off for Weight Watchers and I'm going there for dinner <clears throat> she we, can can, cook we can go I can there cook. for
3: dinner I can prepare you a healthy meal oh, we we're we'll definitely
0: go I mean, we, we gotta bring the wives dinner. we'll go
3: yes yeah. come and hang uh, out
2: drinks I, and to I, and, and too.
0: I've never been Her there the place we, is kid and we, friendly
2: and we spoke about it your, the restaurant on our, our interview with Homer Bush oh, oh yeah yeah. I think he said he had come he He was looking for restaurants and we told him to go to yours and he said he hadn't been there yet
3: really oh Please come. So we'll call him. We'll bring him down too.
1: Yes. There
3: we go. And I got y'all.
1: But kid friendly. You have barbecues coming up over the summer. Yeah, the
3: barbecue's coming outside. We're going to bring the big grill out. The yes. big ass grill is going to take over. Now it's the help. Now it's the
2: barbecue. Dan is helping.
3: The barbecue is the device. Dan is grilling. barbecuing with us. He's barbecuing. We're going to do it together. We're going to throw some pineapple on there and some jerk chicken, some brisket, some ribs. We're going to do chicken. Make sure everything. he
2: wears a hairnet. I, I do want to give him a compliment.
3: Yes. Oh, he God. does
2: make the best guacamole I've ever had. Oh, I love guacamole. Bring some.
3: I love it. Does guacamole. that mean you're now
2: going to give it to her and not me? Because we both have some. You got to make enough. I'll avocado
3: make is else. excellent, it has great fat in it for the brain and development. So I would definitely continuously eat lots of it because omega fats are in there. And so if yeah. you want to replace anything, replace whatever you're cooking with. Do not cook with olive oil, cook with avocado oil or grapeseed. Just the hell. Well,
2: I'm half Italian. I have I know. To cook with olive oil. You're not supposed <laughs> to
3: cook with olive oil because you turn it into something that's deadly when you do cook olive oil. Right. You're supposed to eat it raw. For so sure. if you can put the avocado in there, it takes high heat. And it also helps. So that would be my cooking tip. But
1: even if you wanted to do something easy, Pam even makes a spray now that's avocado spray. Yeah. Avocado avocado spray,
2: yeah. I got to look because I I need something because I now have eggs or free points. Yeah. But once you put the bugger in the like scramble or whatever, you're like, oh, the points just jump. Yeah, use
3: the coconut butter or the avocado butter, something like that. But I would definitely, yeah. You're going to do excellent anyway. I believe it. Weight Watchers, I do believe in.
1: One more time, what's the address?
3: 381 Van Duzer Street, Staten Island, New York, 10304.
1: Shawnee Dixon from Shawnee's house. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Yes, Again, thank you, guys. Mike Bloomfield, Anthony Rapp.
0: That's, That's a, a rap. rap. That's a wrap. And don't forget to like our show. Hit the subscribe button. Follow us, share the content, and like also shout out to our friends over at SI Live Studios. What's the name of that new podcast? I forgot. From the Scene. From the Scene. So don't forget to go over and visit our friends at SI Live and follow them at From the Scene. From the Scene. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Three companies disrupting what you know about marketing and branding. Welcome to M Squared.